Welcome to the Married to Bravo podcast. I'm one of your hosts, Jolene Lunzer-Hernandez. And I'm Chell Hernandez. And we host this Bravo podcast. If you guys have never listened before, Chell and I are married to each other. We're comedians. We live in Los Angeles, California. I love Bravo and Chell. Hates it. But unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo. And if I could leave it on the side of the road, I would. <laughs> but unfortunately, <laughs> he can't without a lot of paperwork and through the court system. So we watch episodes of The Housewives and other popular Bravo television shows and recap them in a hilarious fashion, hoping that Chell will one day be a fan of Bravo and it'll make our marriage stronger. It won't. If you haven't already, please follow us on uh, social media. We are on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at married to bravo That's Married number 2 Bravo. And you can see Jolene drop them hot memes every week and see what the Bravo community is talking about because we actually get people from shows to actually comment on your memes yay and if you haven't already please leave us a rate and review on itunes we really appreciate that it actually helps us get out to more bravo fans so they can listen to my hate watching yes and please subscribe to us you guys welcome to the married to bravo podcast i am here I'm Jolene Lanza Hernandez. You guys know me if you're listening later on iTunes. Let me reintroduce myself. If you're live here on YouTube, hello. I'm here with my wonderful co-host, Nana. Nana, how are you doing? Oh, I'm doing just wonderful today. I know some people, I think they missed, um, some people on iTunes were questioning, like, is it a change of format? Because the format originally for the Married to Bravo podcast was, I'm married to Chell, I love Bravo, he hates it, unfortunately for Chell, when he married me, he also married Bravo, which is still a format. But we've changed it up a little bit to add in Nana as co-host going forward because Chell had taken on other things and couldn't um, be as committed to the podcast as he once was, which I think he's happy about. And everybody loves Nana. Nana's a great co-host for the show. Oh, thank you. We're just confused. But I kept the married to Bravo because I thought, well, me and Nana are both married. We're not married to each other because that's gross and illegal. But we also feel like we're married to Bravo TV because we're really committed to this show. Most, most definitely. And by me taking over in Chell's spot, he gave me a $50 bill. Keep going, he said. I thank you, Chelly. Chell's just tipping Nana nonstop. Bribery. Bribery. <laughs> Bribery works. Also, today, you guys, um, just shout out about today. You know what today is, Nana? Nana knows I dates do. pretty well. What is it, Nana? I do. Happy anniversary, sweetheart. Thank you. Me and Chell have been married five years today, you guys. January 12th, uh, we got married. We eloped in Vegas, 2015. It was super fun. I definitely, if you're ever thinking about marriage, go the elopement route. You save money. You get to do whatever the hell you want. You can get a dress at David's Bridal for $99. Oh, it was wonderful. I wasn't there. I saw pictures. Mm -hmm. um, I love the way you did it because it's the way you two wanted it. Yes. And I didn't have to lose weight to get into a mother of the bride's dress. I love you too. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. All right, Nana, quick follow-up. And Fonda wants to know as well. Now, Nana recently got her hair did. What did the hairstylist, Mary, our wonderful Mary, say about you cutting your bangs last episode live on air? Not one word. I must have done it pretty good. She didn't notice? Because she did not notice. See, I just got the whites done, you guys. I'm just kind of yeah. doing the whites and then leaving the skull because this is going to go all the gray anyway. listening later on 
just podcast format, you can't see Nana. What she does is she gets this super fun part in the front, just bleached white. And then she's got brown and she's got a little bit of a, a, a silver glitter throughout like we do as we age. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Oh, yes. I That's a good thing. silver glitters in my hair too. And so Nana has this really fun Emily Valentine in the front, Eileen Lunzer in the back. <sighs> Emily Valentine, thank (laughs) you. You just made my day. Oh, that girl was hot. Oh, yeah. Thank you guys for all the congratulations in the chat. I appreciate it. Chell and I are going to, I don't know what we're going to do today. We're going to do something fun together. Oh, Chell said clean. We're going to clean. Wow. Oh, my God. You guys, (laughs) you guys know how to rock it. I want to mention, too, that it's my friend Jill's birthday, Jill Sletton. Okay. And um, happy birthday, Jill. I just got off the phone with her. She's. Oh, happy birthday. Loving her birthday. Jill. Yes. All right. Well, we have a lot to talk about, Nana, because on this episode of the Married to Bravo podcast, we are going to be breaking down the latest episode of The Real Housewives of Atlanta. And we're also going to be breaking down the latest episode of the premiere episode of Vanderpump Rules, which, oh, my goodness. I missed you, Lisa. It was so good to see you. We're back. We're back. So I thought we would start with um, Atlanta. Atlanta. If everyone's okay I, with that. Now, everyone in the chat, yeah. you guys are our, our co-hosts, so feel free to give your thoughts, opinions, questions, concerns about Atlanta. We're starting with this episode. I am just pulling up. I like to read the brief description that they give us here. Okay. So yeah. um, this was episode 10, and tonight's episode is going to be a good one, I think. Okay. And I also have, remind Wait. me, I have a little bit of news, too, in the Atlanta world. Um, because I was, um, this morning I woke up and I hit the blogs, the ones Nini says she doesn't talk to. Apparently, she does. She does talk to the blogs. And we'll get to more of that as the episode goes on. So episode 10 aired last Sunday. And it is, sorry, I'm pulling it up here. It is Living on the Edge. And I think they named it that because they went on that really tall tower where, ooh. I don't know, what tower it was. It's in Toronto. The ladies are there now. It didn't look like anything I'd want to do. What do you think, Nana? Oh, absolutely not. I was sick just watching it. Mm-hmm. And usually the heights and stuff, doesn't they, that doesn't bother me. It doesn't? It bothers me. My knees, I could always feel a little tingle behind my knees and I feel like sweaty. Oh, like pass out sweaty? Kind of, yeah. I don't, you know, it usually doesn't bother me. Mm-hmm. Um, what is that one thing that they have on the on Grand Canyon where you can walk out and it's clear and you can see below you? The walkway, yeah. That I always wanted to do that. I always wanted to do that. You wouldn't but be scared? Th- I, I'm not saying I wouldn't be scared, but you have to test yourself in life, and I think I would like to do that. Nana, you're such a candy, Lucky. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Okay. Candy so, with a K. Candy okay. with a K. So after an icy welcome in Toronto, Nini lays out her standing with each of the girls. Nini and Eva sit face-to-face and revisit old wounds while the group trusts exercise, forces the ladies to live on the edge in an unexpected way. Kenya, Portia, and Candy team up to find out the snake that recorded Cynthia. But before they can get into it, there is a surprise that will shock everyone. Let's just get right to the surprise. It was Hot Dog Dennis. That's a, that's a scare and... <coughs> Ending to a scary movie. If I, why is Hot Dog Dennis there? I don't know. When they opened it up and she opened the door, mm-hmm. and all of a sudden, you know, here's her boyfriend, blah, blah, blah. And then there's Hot Dog Dennis right behind him. I'm thinking, what? Because first he had, didn't he send flowers first? 
Yes, he said flowers sure. because the yes. therapist had said, don't see each other in between sessions and give each other space. That's really smart. You know, you got to rebuild this trust. He he breached the trust in the worst way possible. We've talked to, about it to death, but he cheated on you while you are creating his child, while you are cooking his baby. Like, it's the worst. Um, and so... He sends flowers, and then Portia, yeah. just, you know, these gifts, it, a man can give you all the gifts in the world, but if he can't give you trust, if he can't be loyal to you, he can save these gifts because they're worth nothing. You can't take these gifts with you to the grave. Stick those flowers. Where, Nana? Say it. Up your hot dog up, ass. <laughs> up your hot dog ass, Dennis. <laughs> flowers never oh. did it for me. You know, I I get more excited getting flowers from my friends, girlfriends. Yeah. But for Polly, my husband, I just, you oh, know, he never forgot. Polly. Someone had a good yeah, Polly. weekend. Oh. Thank, thank you. We'll get into that later. <laughs> oh, that's what he said. <laughs> anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Stick them up your ass, right? These stupid flowers. I I don't want those. I you know, they mean nothing. They're just well, you know. So he threw a card at a florist. Exactly. So what? Who cares? Yeah, he threw his credit card, but he's throwing his hot dog at all these ladies. So as Fonda brought up in the chat, uh, and I actually got some news this morning. I was on the blogs. I was on. I think it's. Re I'm going to pull up the website because I want to give them a shout out because they do the Lord's work in um, reporting on all this stuff. I think it's Reality T. I have. I'm one of those people that has all the tabs open because I think I'm going to go back to this, and then I open my phone and I have 72 tabs. Well, I think it's Reality T. Uh, com. So. They are reporting, Nana. Now you won't be shocked because it's hot dog dentist. Okay. He's okay. trash. Um, okay, so it is realitytea.com. If you guys want to go there, check it out. Support them. According to a video obtained by Radar Online, so we're getting Lisa Vanderpumpy into Radar Online, Dennis hit up the Majestic Diner at four in Atlanta at 4 a.m. with four women. So it's rumored that Dennis is cheating again. He is not changing. A cheater does not change his cheating jogger suit. He is... Okay. You know, okay, but... He was just at a cafe, though, did you say? It's at a diner? At Nana, in Atlanta. Oh, yeah. Okay. No. Four women. Um, and he picked up the tab. One of the women was resting, allegedly, was resting her head on his shoulder. He was flirting with them. Um, mm. And, yeah, and it looks like he, yeah, they were just, it was just him and four women. Okay, you're... You've been rumored to cheat before. You have a fiancé and a young child at home. In this article, they're so funny. They're like, the only person you should be feeding at 4 a.m., the only girl, is your baby girl, Pilar, little PJ. Love that. Portia. You really shouldn't. Um, and an eyewitness told oh. her online that it looked like he was on a date with all of them. And he had been uh, talking about sliding into the DMs of women on Instagram. So Portia and Portia had put out all this stuff on Instagram recently, Nana. They went on a trip together. They were posting pictures together. I think they might have been with Tanya and her boyfriend because what we learned from this episode, they're all friends. So Tanya, yeah. we'll, we'll get to that. But um, Oh, I, that posting, just makes me sad. I know. Portia was posting videos and they were doing that kiss. You know that kiss where it's like um, you see people and they're like licking each other's the inside, like their molars. And you're like, why are you doing? That's the kind of kiss they were doing. It's almost to prove something, but also uh, check each other for mouth cancer. I don't know what they were doing, but it was a lot of licking inside. I'm like, that's not how you kiss. 
That's not how you That's, kiss. That is just so sad. And then, you know, you're, well, tonight, I mean, tonight, mm-hmm. you see it, you know, as they, they, that whole thing at the end, he's getting down on one knee. Oh, you know what? Too soon. Can she just, can she just kick him one good one and out the door he goes? Oh, I know. Hot dog, Dennis. Hot we do dog, not, Dennis. We do not relish you, no. hot dog, Dennis. <laughs> Good one, man. <laughs> Lala Muggs in the chat says, why are the women on that show so easy to forgive a cheating man? I don't know. I don't know. But like I... uh, uh, Miss Jersey Girl is saying in the chat, Dennis is gross. He's disgusting. How many free, how good are the hot dogs that you're willing, especially these new girls, <laughs> that you're willing to quadruple it up for Hot Dog Dennis. He's still Hot Dog Dennis. He looks like he's not completely there. He's got issues. I know. There's just, he's just like, he sits there like a scolded little kid, like, sorry, I put my wiener in another person. It's like, just stop doing it, Hot Dog Dennis. Stop. So, okay. So is she going to get the big picture and finally well, decide? According to Instagram, Ugh. Nana, she, uh, you know, she had posted all that stuff and then she started taking uh, a couple of the pictures down, a couple of the quotes. Cause, and then she posted something recently saying like, no one's going to ruin my 2020 or my happy 2020 or my new year. And that, but she also disabled comments and it's always, I don't know if you know this, Nana, but it's always a bad no. sign when you have to disable comments on your Instagram, because that means people are coming for you either to hate on you or to share bad information. So usually when someone's going through a cheating oh. scandal or some kind of public scandal, they disable the comments because they just don't want to hear from it. So I oh. know a lot of people in the chat are like, why is she staying with him? Why, why, why? You guys, I wish I knew. I The only thing I can oh. guess and what we know from what she said is she wants to make this family work. But listen, it... What family? Exactly. You have to have someone wanting to be in this family. He seriously has some issues, and you deserve better, um, Portia. And my heart goes out to you and PJ because it is freaking gross. You deserve so much better. Oh, my gosh. So much better. You're just a beautiful woman. You have a lot to give someone mm-hmm. else, not him. Not, not him. Not talk Dennis. Okay. So getting into a little more fun uh, gossip, uh, this episode we were talking about who the snake is, but before then, who leaked the card that Nini got from Cin- or gave to Cynthia, who leaked what was on that card to the blogs. Nini said it wasn't her, remember? And she's like, I think it was yes. Kenya. But the blogs are talking. So apparently B. Scott um, – uh, let me just pull this up, you guys. I just I've got all the receipts today. I'm trying my best. I I've got my uh, journalism cap on. Uh, in quote. Oh, is that a girl? Cap on. Uh, so B. Scott uh, with Bossip um, came forward because Nini said she didn't talk to uh. the bloggers. Well, that put B. Scott over the edge. Where B. Scott was like, "Okay, you're acting like talking to the bloggers is beneath you, and it's actually." Not. So when, according to Reality T, when the note mysteriously leaked on B. Scott's website, Nini pointed the finger at Kenya Moore, but why would Kenya do that? Which is a good point. I thought Kenya might too. But then they said the card makes Nini look good and Kenya hates Nini. So yeah, why would she do that? No. So now we have confirmation straight from the source, B. Scott, the blogger, uh, that Nini's camp did leak the note. Bossup did the Lord's work by listening to B. Scott's podcast and transcribing the best part. So according uh, to B. Scott saying, I'm going to point the finger and just say, Nini's a liar. She is a liar. 
And then uh, mm. he went in, or I don't know if B. Scott is, I don't know who B. Scott really is. I know about Bossa, but I'm sorry, I don't know about B. Scott. So then B. Scott went in and said, like Nini's titty in Toronto, the truth always pops out. Oh, number one, if you say my name a couple times, I have to appear. You have summoned me. You are a lying ass bitch that offended me. Number two, she goes on to make it seem like bloggers are beneath her, like bloggers are lowly. He even declared you are a reality star at best. Bloggers are what keeps you in the public eye. Yeah, I mean, they can be negative. I mean, your show, your show too. I'm not taking away from the show. Yep. But bloggers keep you going. Oh, exactly. And B. Scott says she does talk to bloggers, but she oftentimes talks to bloggers without my reach. And she talks to bloggers that don't have any exclusive information um, other than the lies she tells. So this man is mad. Um, And I have further, he went in and said, I knew Nini, like I've known Nini, we have a relationship um, I love Lady Dice's Jolene Diane Sawyer Lunzer at work. Oh gosh, thank you, <laughs> thank you. I love that. I love that. Oh, yes. Either that or Robin Robinson. I will take either. Okay. He said, "I knew Nini when she had her first set of teeth and her first face." Don't wow. mess with these bloggers. The shade. Okay. He continues, I have years of text messages. Years. I went back to look at my phone and it was so much. Me and Nini, I felt as though we were still friends because only a friend would hold certain information that I'm holding right now that I was asked not to put out. So if we're not friends, that's good to know. Should I light her ass up right now? <clears throat> Should I drop a nuclear bomb? This isn't even about the note. This is about something else he's got bombs he is holding information and then he went on to say you know who leaked the note someone from nini's team if they want to press me i will publish those receipts there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing there's nothing nothing. there's nothing worse than a liar (gasps) oh my gosh you know you know i kept thinking it isn't nini you know that's me i'm just thinking okay you know, she says it's not her. So, mm-hmm. boy, was I hoodwinked. Ooh. Hoodwinked. That's a good word. Hoodwinked. I thought for a second that it was Kenya because I thought, okay, Kenya's got something to gain in making Cynthia distrust Nini. But the note does put Nini in a good light. So Kenya yes, wouldn't yes. do that. So I was tricked as well. I was well, tricked. Nini linked the, leaked the card. Shonda, yep. And Yovana is the snake. In my opinion, that's what Shonda says. I think so too. So let's get to this, them confronting Yovana. Nana, what did you think about that? First of all, what did you think about Yovana not having her nether regions <clears throat> shaved so wasn't, she could wear her outfit? Wasn't that funny? Were they, that's when they were looking for the nair? Yeah. Who uses nair anymore? Okay. I didn't even I have no I, I had no idea. I thought that went to, by the way of sunning and lemon go lightly. We used to put in our hair to lighten it up. Yeah, just waxing. Um, they got a they got a salon there or a whatever. Yeah, go, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> what's wrong? What's wrong with a little razor action? Yeah. Ching ching. And what's you know? wrong with a little lady garden fluttering out the sides? <laughs> pretty girls, pretty girls. I mean, really, it's Wouldn't nature. That be it's amazing if they brought back the full bush. Oh, I think it's coming. I mean. It would be hilarious because it's been so, 
like stigmatized for so long. Like, how dare you have hair down there, women, you nasty. You know, but guys can have a, you know, a whole farm down there, the jungle, and it doesn't matter. I know. I mean, they should keep it managed um, if they're taking care of themselves. But it is crazy. And then she's like, oh, I didn't get ready for this. Well, you knew you were going to carnival. You knew you might hop in a pool. I know. I don't, I guess I don't, you know, and as you get older, honey, you know, you're not caring really. I mean, I'm speaking for myself and everybody else at 65 or over. Anna's talking about her vagina right now, you guys. I mean, really (laughs) stop it. You know, if you can get in a swimsuit and go out in public, have at it. Yeah. Because it's not going to get any better. This is it. Do you want to enjoy the pool or not? I mean, I'm sorry. I don't, no that one's going to remember your lady garden when you're dead. No. no one's going to go, oh, she was nice, but she always had her lady garden fluttering <laughs> off the sides. <laughs> and I always remember working with some older gals than me. I was the young one in the office. And they would tell me these things that all of a sudden, you know, their hair is falling out down there. They hardly have any. Oh, Nana's about to and, share a big. And I'm thinking, what? What happens to you? Your hair falls off of your cooch, Nana. That's weird. <laughs> Well, I'm just saying that this is what they told me. So I said, and her name was Lucy that I worked with. I go, Lucy, what happens? You just go to the bathroom one day and it's down in your underwear. What happens? What do you mean? It just falls out. Well, all of a sudden it's very sparingly. So anyway, not much. So Mother Nature will give you the wax if you don't want to do it yourself. Okay. That's right. (laughs) Moving on. I thought it was funny, but I was also like, who uses Nair? That's weird. Okay. No. they had their little costume try on, and we'll get to that. But first, let's get to the Snake Gate. Some people in the chat are saying Snake Gate is fake. And Thank on you. Plotline. Um, it seems yeah weird because Yovana's like I think Yovana's the snake if there is a snake because we saw in this episode Yovana is basically Nini's assistant. Nini was like, "Can you get the door? Can you hand me my snacks?" And she was just jumping up. I'm like, "Are you her friend or her assistant? Why are you doing so much for her?" <clears throat> I know. You know what I mean? Yeah. I agree with that snake being fake. Snake is fake. Snake, snake gate's fake, Nana. I agree. Who's saying it on the blog or who's saying it in the um, chat line? Well, lots of people are. Um, oh, okay. Jersey girl. I agree. Uh, oh, I agree, Jersey <laughs> girl. Me. Yeah. A lot of people are saying that it is not, it's just for, yeah, plot. It's just for the show. They've created this, you know, narrative or whatever. So, well, and I watched it over again today because I have trouble just remembering things. Mm-hmm. So I wanted to kind of freshen up on what I watched before. And that's the first thing I thought of is this is all, this part is just fake. Yeah. There is no it snake. It does seem contrived. Like it seems just very, yeah, like it's purposefully and they won't drop it. And Cynthia herself isn't even really coming at it too hard. It's Portia, Kenya, Candy. And so they're yeah. questioning Yovana. Yovana's just like, it's not me. Um, and then she's drinking a drink. And then I love that Portia didn't like her answer and she pulls the drink away. Like, you don't get this anymore. <laughs> you don't get this. No. So oh God. She's, she is funny. That's, <clears throat> that me, was guys. good. Sorry, my throat. Um, yeah, I don't know, but if there is a snake, it's definitely Yovana. I don't think it's Marlo. I think it's Yovana. Yeah. I think Yovana proved to be Nini's little sidekick brought on the show to stir up some trouble. And we're going to see right. in tonight's episode her and Portia go head-to-head, Yovana and Portia, Nini and Kenya. It is just a hot mess that we've been waiting for. However, it's probably only oh. going to last a couple minutes, and then it'll be over. 
<clears throat> I know. I so wanted to see this fight. I know. And we just keep getting little tidbits and yeah. nothing. We did have a little bit of fun with Nini when, you know, she came in, she came up to the rooftop and it was a really weird time to come in because Cynthia was confronting Kenya. Yeah. But then later Nini invited, you know, Giovanna, Marlo and Candy to her room and they were having a little kiki session and also eating their snacks. Do you remember they Did had you, just a bag of from like Walgreens? It's exactly how I eat my I snacks. loved it. <laughs> I loved it. I absolutely loved it because she just didn't miss that. It was like this. And I am boom, loving, as boom. much as Nini is problematic this season, I know all the things about Nini. I just, there's something when Nini does the chip eating, like just the over-exaggeration of the chewing with her reaction. I, that I, I know. So entertaining. I'm not co-signing her behavior. But then Candy's in there, and then Candy brings up Snake Gate. Yovana's like, ah, it's not me. I got to go get the door. Nini just told me to get the door. But I did think Nini and Marlo could have shared the treats. Why were they just having all the treats to themselves? <laughs> you don't share those good treats. I wouldn't. But if you this is my bag to your room, Nana, you would too. I know your Midwestern ways. Maybe, but it depends <laughs> because she had some good chips there. They were those. Yeah. Was it Lay's potato chips? I don't know. Who are we? I, I don't know. I can't remember. Was it Lay's potato chips? Oh my God. One of my favorites. Oh, Lay. Yeah. Is, Nana, I, certain I, snacks you do not um, share. For sure. No. Potato chips? No. Get out of here. You don't share your fries. You never share your fries. I don't care how good of friends you are with someone. You never share your French fries. No. Okay. So um, then we have the weird tower situation. And everyone, I love how Candy's like, everyone thinks they did something and they didn't. Candy was the only one, just like Nana, who would stand there and be like, I'm not afraid. And she thought they were going to do more. Like, I don't know if she thought they were going to maybe go down the tower or something. Right. They just stood out there. Yes. And would I have done that? I don't know. It kind of made me sick just watching it. You first, you were like, you were acting like a baller, Nana. You were, you were like, I would do it. I wouldn't even be scared. It doesn't even bother me. I'm Nana. Uh. <laughs> and now you're scared? Now, I mean, I started thinking about it because when, who was it that went out and went like this, you know, with her? The Porsche? Was it Porsche that was out like this? And oh my gosh, I thought, really? Wow. I would like well, to prove Candy it to myself. Was the brave one. Portia was kind of like, don't let go, don't let go. Yeah, I just, it. I don't know. Well, why all that's thought, going on? Oh, sorry, go ahead. I'm sorry. I thought they were going to do some kind of bungee kind of jumping, yeah, though, go. the way they were all, mm-hmm. you know, <clears throat> all geared up, ready to go. Yeah, exactly. So when they just stood there, it was kind of like lame. Okay. <laughs> so while they were doing this, Nini is making up, and she did while they were trying on costumes for this carnival that we haven't seen yet. Uh, <laughs> but I coming. know it's happening. But Nini and Eva are only there for twenty four hours because Eva had a prior engagement, as did Nini. So Nini apologizes to Eva, and do you know what she's apologizing for, Nana? Because I know you didn't. This is your first season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. No, was she apologizing just for being Nini to her? Yeah, she was apologizing just for being Nini, and also that um, Eva had ha- been having issues with an ex and had to like move late at night or something. She didn't want the oh like, okay on camera on on mic, and Nini went out and put it on, had her her mic on when she promised she wouldn't, and so I think that just stirred up a lot of things, and you can't trust her, things like that. Things Nini should Nini's done a lot of things she shouldn't have done. Uh, well, was she just there? Was she just there, Joe, just to say I'm sorry and then 
next person. I'm sorry. Next person. Yeah, she was on an like, apology tour. She was on a Ramona from the Real Housewives of New York apology tour. Oh, but little she's assembly not line. Apologize to Kenya. So her Eva, I feel like Eva's not over it, but she puts on her Eva face and is like, "All right, we'll hang out." They go up. They have a. They go up. Nini's afraid of heights. They eat a seafood tower. Obviously, Eva can't go on the excursion because she's eight months pregnant. So she can't right, be hanging on right. the side of a wall. So I liked Eva and Nini's friendship. I don't think it's probably back yet because I don't yeah. think Nini fully understands what she did wrong in this situation to Eva and how it felt like a betrayal of trust. If someone says, hey, I don't want this on camera, and then you come mic'd up. Yeah, what is that? That Oh, that is not a friend. But Nini acts like she's got amnesia when it comes to this stuff. So then her and Cynthia kind of make up. They talk about um, while Yovan is getting grilled at the bar later that night at this party Tanya's having for her Toronto family and her new friends. Um, And they talk about Marlo's trying to be the liaison, the in-between to the two of them making up. And... But there's still that question, you know, who leaked the card, but Cynthia did not bring it up. Cynthia just wants that behind her, I think. She just doesn't want to even deal with that. Yeah. She didn't want to deal with the idea that she came out and said, oh, I think he's going to propose to you. You know, she didn't want any of that. Yeah. She just said, you know, here we go. She's got a better way to look at things. Mm-hmm. Nana's and just sometimes, a huge Cynthia fan. Nana's just I oh, am. And she she does she does have tunnel vision sometimes, which is okay. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we need that to protect ourselves in this life. Yeah. She's went back to Nini quite a few times. They've I feel like in this friendship, those two now have both done the dirt. You know, they've both been rude to each other. And yeah. if they make up going forward, they would have to make a promise to each other that they're not gonna go to the blogs, they're not gonna talk behind each other's back. But I don't know if that'll happen. Um, So let's talk about Tanya. Now, Tanya planned this trip. Tanya brings her dude there, which, all right, you're having this family party, but then brings in hot dog Dennis. Didn't you expect more from Tanya? Do you you think she knew he was there? No, she brought him, Nana. Oh, I didn't think she brought him there. Yes, she said it, because she she and her boyfriend are good friends with hot dog Dennis – and did so, I get up to go to go pee? What did I miss? I think what? you passed out, Nana. Did you take more NyQuil? <laughs> Was NyQuil Nana in full effect? Okay. So what happened is no. Portia is uh, Portia and Dennis and Tanya and her fiance are good friends. They double date. And so, of course, they want them back together because – but in a selfish way. It's not what's best for Portia. It's what's best for Tanya because they're missing a friendship, yes, a, a couple Dennis to do stuff with. And okay, Tanya's fiance were friends before this, so it's like that other couple. But Tanya, I would think, as like a strong woman who she appears to be a good businesswoman, um, because a lot of people, yes, like, I reported on my other podcast, which is the Bravo Breakdown with Jolene. You can check it out on iTunes. Um, we're reporting that she didn't grab a peach because I thought she was probably after a peach and that she had almost been offered one or possibly been offered one, but she didn't want it because she was doing so well in her own business. And I thought, wow, that's that's pretty cool. Wow. But you'd think with all that, you're really going to push your girlfriend to get back with a guy that cheated on her when she was pregnant. And if your boyfriend no. or fiance, I'm sorry, if your fiance is best friends with Hot Dog Dennis, you know he's a low down, dirty cheater. You know. Well, well, they, they usually run in packs like that. Yes. yes. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
So I didn't like that with Tanya, but unfortunately she brought Hot Dog Dennis, he upgraded the ring, and the episode ends, it did end there with him almost proposing, and then we're getting into yes. the fight tonight, yeah. And it said to be continued, yep. So of course she says yes, because we know this from her Instagram. That they were trying to work it out. It's just too soon because she had been on the phone with her sister Lauren, who I think is a lot smarter than Tanya and the other people, and was saying, take it slow. And she's like, poor connection, gotta go, gotta go. I loved her. I thought that was hilarious. I loved her. I got that part. Where the hell was I when that was going on? Anyway. Okay. Yeah. Lala Muggs in the chat says that is disgusting friend behavior normalizing. Yes. Behavior. I think it is too. It's very selfish and I don't care. But we learn, we're going to learn in this episode tonight, Nana, that maybe Hot Dog Dennis and Tanya's fiance are friends because they have a lot more in common than we knew because Kenya and Cynthia got some tea from the cookie lady that Tanya's fiance was hitting on her. Oh, my God. And Kenya's going to bring it up. God bless a Kenya. I mean, what? I Because even Cynthia was like, I wouldn't do that. And Kenya's like, yes. I'm going to bring it up. On Tanya's trip, she's going to bring up the cheating well, fiance. Who's there? Oh, Kenya. The ovaries on Kenya, I tell you. I don't know. <laughs> but you got to love her. Are you kidding? <laughs> you got to love her. Because that is, that's a really fine line to draw. If you knew something about a friend's fiance or boyfriend, would you go to that friend and say, hey, not if you knew a group at dinner on, oh, her, no. group, on her trip? Oh, true story. True story. But Take her aside, do something. Yeah. There's a reason they've been engaged this long and not married yet. Because I think Tanya, that was part of the storyline maybe last season. Oh, okay. Uh, where Nini had, I think, made a comment or someone made a comment about how long she's been engaged and not married yet. And she's one of those that's going, it's fine. It's it's fine. It's both of us. It's both of us. No, it's not. No, no it's, not. it's not. It's never that way. It's always one and the other one wants it and the other one doesn't. So there's a reason where there's smoke, there's fire. Oh. And it looks like these poor women are just getting cheated on left and right. And... Ugh. I know. Well, what's another storyline they could get into, you know? Yeah, I know. Something I else. I mean, you know, something else. This is just like, oh, Rid please. Of these dudes that just don't deserve them. No, no. I mean, them. there's, I'm sure, a lot of beautiful people in Atlanta. Get rid of these horn dogs. Get rid okay. of these horn dogs. Nana says, find a beautiful man. Get rid of these horn dogs. Um, so, yeah, tonight's episode, if we are talking about Kenya calling out, Tanya's guy for cheating. Yes. Nini versus Kenya. Yovana, <clears throat> that bitch from Clark versus Portia. We're going to have a lot, a lot of drama. Uh, what would you rate this episode out of seven housewives? You guys, please rate in the chat as well. Seven being a perfect episode, one being the worst housewives episode you've ever seen. One to seven housewives. What would you give episode 10 of The Real Housewives of Atlanta? And that question is directed to me. Yes, and everyone in the okay. chat. But you good, can good. actually verbally answer, Nana. <laughs> oh, okay. I was going to say, where do I type my my answer in? Um, a four, because they oh. keep stringing us along. Yeah. And I was a lot more generous early on mm-hmm. giving good marks, but now I expect more. Yeah. Um, I'm going to give it, I'll go a little nicer. I'll give it a four and a half. Because I don't even know why. Uh, because they were I, all there together finally. But yeah, I'll give and you, it a four and you, a half. 
You have been waiting for that. I, I didn't know you could do halves. Oh, you can. Sorry. I guess I, I should have told you guys the rule. Four I, and a half housewives. <laughs> all right. I'm going to go four and a quarter. What? Nana, what is the price is right? <laughs> oh, I, I get mixed up. I'm sorry. I thought we were talking to Drew Carey. Well, I guess I liked the um, rooftop thing with Yovana and them kind of grilling her because I thought it was funny when Portia pulled the drink away. She's got a little Hennessy in her. She's feeling good. But then Hot Dog Dennis comes and ruins the day. So we're going to have to watch yes. this whole thing. In the chat, we got Shonda's giving it a four. Lynn's giving it a five. Lala's giving it a four. Um, let's see okay. if I'm missing any other. My chat on here isn't processing as fast as my other one. Miss Jersey gal is giving it a five. Michelle Edwards a four. Morris says, mm. here for the off-topic banter. Of course you are, Morris. <laughs> Morris, we love you. I just love the idea. He's always on. I like it. Denise says, I agree, a four. So yeah, not great, not horrible, no. but let's get to the juice. Let's get going, you guys. I expected more. And how long is the whole season? So maybe they just have to, they're running out of storyline or what's sure. going on. But don't climb the tower. I would have taken out the tower, the Tower of Terror, oh. because not enough drama or fun things happened with it. It was boring. No, and it I was. I headed to the party sooner or something like that. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Oh my gosh, the price us- is killing me, 4.65. i love those little fractions because i never understood them in school okay yeah so we will be watching the new episode tonight and we will be back uh covering that next week now if you're into vanderpump rules stick with us because right now we are going to be breaking down the premiere episode of season eight can you believe it's been eight seasons of vanderpump rules these kids are now elderly they're now all aarp Jax Taylor is 40-something. I mean, I'm almost 40. I, I'm like, what? none of us are what? kids anymore. But everyone always says the Vanderpump kids. But these are no kids. These are just these... dysfunctional adults. These are man babies. <laughs> when I saw Jax on this, oh, yes, please. Mowing, mowing the lawn, oh, my God. I thought, oh, my God, his time on this show is fleeting away. Oh, I just didn't, you know, you don't picture him doing that. Mm-hmm. Of course, it is all about him that we, we saw that. Yeah. Um, do you know that I'm getting married in a month? Who, Who cares? I mean, people I, get married all the time. Get it's over not, yourself. Get it doesn't over make it. you special. I'm married. Nana's married. Today I'm five years married. It doesn't make me special. People say congratulations and you move on with your damn life. Now, this was the third time I mentioned it on this podcast. Did you guys know it was my anniversary? Uh, but Jax is a damn groomzilla. He's a groomzilla. Oh, he is. He is. When he was saying that and he's going on and on about, oh, you know, I, we're just not so close anymore. And I don't know if I should have him as my best man. Who, what are you? Are you kidding me? Nana, he's such a sociopath. He is such a sick person to punish Sandoval. You don't have a pre-bachelor party. You shouldn't no, even I, get a bachelor party because you're you've done your dong so dirty in the past. It should be going yes. and getting clean, getting an STD check. It should be taking care of yourself. Your whole life has been a bachelor party, you idiot. I can't stand Jax. I don't know if you guys noticed. Let me read the quick description of this episode. And Thank then you. I'll get Thank you. Yes. All of yes. Our, our, your opinions. Okay. In the season eight premiere, Jax, Brittany, Schwartz, Katie, Sandoval, and Ariana all move their into their very 
first grown-up houses, while Stassi struggles to rebuild her broken friendship with Kristen, newly sober Lala confides in Lisa Vanderpump about her desire to make amends with an old friend, and Tom Tom, general manager Max, breaks the rules by dating the new hostess, Dana. Much to his ex-girlfriend Sheena's dismay. Finally, Jax retaliates when Tom Sandoval skips one of his wedding events. Okay, right into the Tom Sandoval, which we were talking about before the description. It's ridiculous. T tell me your thoughts, Nana. What do you think about him demoting Sandoval? You know, you don't demote your best man. You just don't do it. Mm -hmm. He's got other things going on, exciting things happening in his life. Like he said, yep. this is my, I'm not going to have children, he said. Of course, sometimes never say never. Sandoval. Well, Ariana has said, and she's been very open, and I really admire her for that because <clears> you know, that's women are pressured to just have children, have children. And I know I'm asked all the time, and it's great that she just said, I don't want them. And that's what I don't want. That's she just like, I don't want children. Nothing against you can have children, but I just don't want them. And I love That's her. right. And if Sandoval. I don't think he's fully, I think he thinks she'll change her mind. A lot of people do when one wants one and the other doesn't. But if yeah. she said it, she means it. I know. I just, I mean, this is an exciting time for Sandoval, too. He's mm -hmm. getting a new house. They got a new house there. And Stasi, I mean, talk about sour grapes. Yeah. She's making fun of their houses. Oh, Stasi, come on. I like You're better. the making fun of the houses, Nana, because those are what we call an LA McMansion. So what they do basically is they tear down the old, original, nice stucco brick houses and they make these fake barn plastic looking <clears throat> piece of crap, uh, you know, without siding from Sears. And they all look like just this rectangular weird box. We did see those on our walk when you and I would walk, and you would point them out to me, these homes. And the reason and you're right them is because they change the aesthetic of the neighborhood, and also people keep building up higher and higher, and it takes away from the views that people have right. of, like, the hills right. and the canyon and stuff like that, and it just yes. ruins the neighborhood. So now we go out to the valley. That's why I like Kristen's house best. We haven't been in it yet, but she's got that old kind of ranch style, the look. That it should it be. does. I like that look too. I like that very mm -hmm. much. And when we did to our walk in California, and I don't mean to interrupt you, but I'm good at no, it. I interrupted you, um, much, so don't worry. Okay, good. I got it down as six times you did All this right. time. Your but anyway, ear things are hitting your scarf. Just BT. Oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I'm sorry. I'm moving around. That's okay. Um, when you pointed those homes out, because at first glance they're just beautiful. Okay. Yeah. And I'm going. Oh, these are these are really nice. Because everything's spanking new, but it does look plastic. It does. They did look plastic. And and I'm more into the older home features yeah. of your neighborhood. Mm -hmm. I like that. They're cheaply made. So, they look very cheaply made when you look at the houses of past, the older houses that they sure. just kind of renovated. When they just demolished them. We got that going on next door to us right now. They took down this adorable little bungalow house and they're making for two years, you've seen it, Nana, they've been making this monstrosity of Is industrial it farm chic do those things even go together i guess they do now and it's just it's like it, a box oh. on top of a box with no and architecture it's, and it's huge straight up yeah and they've been working on it is it been over two years yeah. i want to say over mm -hmm. yeah i mean every time i come i go oh look at they didn't do too much since i was here last time wow 
No, they don't. So they all got these same looking houses. I love, I know that you say it's sour grapes, but I love that Stasi was calling them out because it's like, yeah, they all look like they're just copying each other. And really they were all copying Ariana and Sandoval. Because they, they, they went out there first. And what neighborhood are they in? So they're in the Valley. So most of them are in North Hollywood. Now they say it's like, uh, oh, okay. They say it's like, uh, what were they saying? Toluca. I don't know if they said it was Toluca Lake or something, but they're basically they're in North Hollywood. Okay. Mm-hmm. I mean, it looked very nice. Mm-hmm. Um, it's the Valley. It's Burbank, Studio City, North Hollywood, like all those areas together. They're in the um, Sherman Oaks, which are all nice areas. They're not yes. nice areas at all. But it's funny that they need to do like a Real Housewives of the Valley now and have all the new wives um, that would be good. Hey. Yeah. I put it out there on the Married to Bravo Instagram and I made a little picture and it was the girls when they went overseas with Lala on the PJ. Um, and did you notice Lala was at the Golden Globes with Randall? No. Yeah. Was she just, really? Just like Lala says, I mean, she asked the right D. <laughs> now, let's just get to this right away. I know we're kind of jumping around this episode, but it was quite the episode. It was. The hypocrisy, and let me know in the chat what you guys think, but the hypocrisy of Lala to call out Carter for being jobless and living off his lady, yet it's okay for women to do it if you S the D? I know. What do you I do, know. Lala? Really? What do you do, Lala? I mean, yeah, you're on the show, but you didn't want to be on the show. You left the show to go be with this guy for him to take care of you. I just and she's back. Why? What do you think about that, Nana? Why is she getting involved in that conversation? I don't. Well, you know, I I love the idea that Lala's been sober seven months. Yeah. And when she talked to Lisa, that was exciting Mm -hmm. to hear. And then Lisa said, um, "Oh God, why do I always forget his name? We saw him at the Grove." James Kennedy. Thank you. Mm -hmm. And that Lisa saying James needs to get sober. Is that who Lala's trying to get back with well, as a friend? Friend. Yeah, <laughs> I think now okay. she kind of wants to do that. So, yeah. I don't understand why. Well, here's my theory on it. And then you can let me know what you think. But I think Lala kind of – now, James has tons of issues. Tons. But Lala and James had each other's back for quite a period of time. And then she basically just left him – hanging and he saw it happening when she tried to befriend the cool kids being like the Jacks and the Kristen and the Stassi and the Katie when they all hated her I mean if we remember correctly Katie slut shamed Lala called her a whore for seasons on end and then all of a sudden Lala was like I have a PJ and they're like oh my god Lala you're so funny tell us more about how you asked the D to get on the page and James saw them as being fake and Lala just wanted in with these cool kids and now they're all BFF and Jack started rumors about Lala he hit on Lala when he was with Brittany totally inappropriate with her and I think James being, you know, immature and someone who probably should get sober um, didn't react to it well and calling her man the fat man and all that stuff didn't help their friendship. But I think he's changing and willing to do anything to be with the money and to be with the popular kids. When I loved when it was kind of Lala and James against the world a little bit, I thought that was a better storyline than Lala just you know these people don't like her they called her out at multiple reunions Stasi doesn't like her they can say they do but come on if she didn't have a pj and she wasn't with rand who produces movies uh they yeah. wouldn't be her friend they wouldn't 
they wouldn't give her a second look. You're right. Katie You're right was on this. So cruel to her just because Lala had her boobs out in front of Tom and Katie and Schwartz and Katie is that insecure and oh. slut shamed her and they went out of their way to just bully Lala and now she's just like they're my best friends and now I'm going to call out Kristen. It's like Kristen is a hot mess, but she doesn't need Lala in her business. She doesn't need it. Poor Kristen. She doesn't know if she's got a relationship or not. Really? She doesn't. She doesn't. She's telling everybody different stories. Get get on one page, Kristen. Mm -hmm. Either you're with this person or you're not. He's just a user. You know, just hanging around, not working. Okay. He's the same as Lala. He's whatever he's doing, he's using her to get ahead. Now, I do think there's possibly just watching maybe some kind of emotional abuse manipulation going on because why she stays with him and the way in this episode he was like I love you and kissed her on the cheek I'm like he's playing mind games on this chick and I'm sure her friends see it but if her friends were really her friends Katie wouldn't get drunk and scream at her they would take her aside and talk to her and say we're very worried about you and they can say oh we've done that already but they wouldn't do the same abusive behavior they accuse Carter of doing and yelling at her and embarrassing her at a party Kristen has her issues a lot of issues but I think Katie I think she's Katie needs to get right with herself she needs to get right with the Lord or something because there's she is so angry and I used to love myself some Katie, but she's just, the way she rage texts uh, Schwartz and gets mad, the way she yeah. called him out on his wiener and being like, I, at least I, my dick, your dick doesn't work. The way she's just, she can be so cruel and she drinks and gets angry. I'm like, you need to fix yourself. But did you ever think you would see a time where Stasi comes over to See it? What's wrong with Kristen? Did you ever see those two ever getting together and being friends? I don't really blame Stassi for not having Kristen's back because Kristen banged your dude. I mean, well, that's Kristen's what I'm saying. Not innocent. But she she came in and wanted to make sure she was okay. Yeah. Meaning Stassi came in to see Kristen. Yeah. I thought, when did this all take place? I know. I think it's more. I think Stassi, if she could, I think she'd throw Kristen away and just keep Katie because she's always just wanted Katie, anyways. Um, oh, yeah. But I think yeah. she does have a little bit of a soft spot for Kristen. Otherwise, she wouldn't have taken her back after all the cheating and all the, the lies. I mean, Kristen has definite issues. But if we're calling, if we're looking past that, if they've moved on from the old, yes. uh, from Kristen, yes. um, then I, did, I don't remember Kristen ever calling out Stasi for going back to old Ponytail McGee, Patrick, the weird, manipulative uh-huh. idiot that Stasi was with. And she went back to him a lot. So I feel like they're always a little harder on Kristen no matter what. Well, I don't know. I'm, I'm not a Kristen fan. Yes. Haven't been. Mm-hmm. Always love Stasi. Yes. I don't care what Stasi does. It's yeah, good laughs. Love Stasi. She's just good laughs. Yeah. She really is. Mm-hmm. Poor, can we just say, poor Brittany. <laughs> what the hell? I don't feel poor Brittany. I feel like you, I love like this because you? you and I are on different, but it's cool because we both have our own things. No, Brittany knows what she's doing. She is playing this, I'm so sweet and nice card, but she enables Jack's. Like, she knows he's being a dick. She knows he's being a groomzilla and that Sandoval hasn't done anything that's worth him being demoted. I mean, no. Jax, you effed Sandoval's girl at one time. You, I know. I mean, come on. 
but but they've moved on. They've moved on. And Brittany's like, yeah, he should be better to you. Like, she knows what she's getting into. She is there for the fame. Do we notice how she doesn't work at uh, Sir anymore? What's Brittany do for a job? Mima's beer cheese and the show. Would she have the show without Jax? No, she would not. So I know everyone loves to be on the, oh, Brittany's so sweet. Poor Brittany. Brittany will learn. Brittany's been told. Brittany's been warned. Brittany's had the book. She's seen the manual. She can watch from season one. She found him. She knows what she's doing. She's a lot more strategic than you guys think. She's not, don't play this. I'm dumb from Kentucky. First of all, people from Kentucky aren't dumb. You know what you're doing. Your mom knows what she's doing. The only smart yeah. person in that family is the dad and the brothers who are like, oh, God, really? You want to live your life like this for reality TV? And Brittany's like, I do. I do. She is oh. no innocent little peach. She knows what's up. God, you mentioned the, the brother, you know, and I always mm. think of Stasi's little brother. Go and get rid of Jax. Do you remember that yeah, way back when? so cute, yes. I wonder, I don't see him very, you, we never see him anymore. I wonder how old he is now. He's 42? He's 80. <laughs> it's so weird. He's retired. He lives in Florida. He's, God love you. Yeah, that kid was funny. <laughs> Does he have it right in the hand here yeah. where it hurts so bad? Okay. You could hook up with him now. <laughs> so you Stop think, his little brother. So you think the opposite of me. You think poor Brittany, she's just so innocent and naive, and she just has no idea what's going on. God, when you say it that way, I really sound innocent and naive, don't I? Well, I think she um, just pulled uh, – the wool over everyone's eyes and everyone's like Brittany but little miss Brittany you're with him 24 7 and one of the things they said they love doing is like talking shit together and talking about drama so you you're very much like Jax Jax says the things out loud and you just say them between you two you don't think Brittany's over there going yeah Kristen she's an idiot she's a drunk idiot did you like having sex with her gross Stassi she's not even that pretty she's you know <laughs> I guarantee Brittany there's more to Brittany than we're seeing on this little show mm-hmm mm-hmm well then let's get us let's get a snake gate going with Brittany so he can hear what she's saying. Yeah, the real snake is Brittany Cartwright. No, and I think by marrying Jax and making his behavior okay and I just I just don't think, yeah. I don't think she's as in it. I don't I never thought they were gonna really get married. Ugh. We're going to have to so watch broke, the whole season, Nana. I don't get that. I mean, really? They're already <sighs> married, technically, right? Oh, yeah. They're married. They got married okay. in the summer. They're going to have all these kids. Jax, calm your boner. I mean, I feel like, well, Jax did get a girl pregnant in, in Vegas. That was the storylines long ago. But I remember that one. Is that when he wore that white cardigan? God, he looked good in that cardigan. <laughs> Out in the parking lot fighting. I, oh, I yeah. like the cardigan. Sorry. Yeah, there was a time. There was a time that Jax can get it from Nana, but not anymore. No, bye. Um, so, yeah, people in the chat, Shonda doesn't believe Britney's sweet act. Michelle doesn't believe it. Shady oh, Bodie's okay. Here. What up, Shady? Um, so, Hi, Shady Bodie. Yeah. Um, they're just an annoying couple, and they're just feeding off each other. And you can't be around that kind of toxicity and not be toxic yourself. You just couldn't. You, If you think about it as a human being, you would have to be so delusional. You'd have, you'd have to have so many walls built up. You'd have to be sick or not present ever. Now, it could be that, you know, marijuana is legal and I know they both like to toke it up. So maybe she's just high 24 sevs. I mean, maybe she's just high all the time and that's how she puts up with that. But... You have to be a little toxic yourself oh. to be with someone that toxic, in my opinion. <laughs> I never thought of it like that. I like how you said that. 
Um, I think I'm going to give Brittany a little more leeway than you certainly are giving her. Okay. You are a lot and nicer than me, so that makes sense. <laughs> I don't think that to be true. That's true, Nana. You're a sweet. I play, I play a nice person on the podcast. <laughs> You're so sweet. I was having a bad day yesterday, and Nana goes... I wish more people were like you, Jolene. You're a great person. Like you were so sweet to me. Well, you, well, honey, you are. You're my daughter. I want you to feel good. I want you to feel good about life. Are you going to every day of your life no. feel that good? No. no, it's not supposed to be that way. No, but you do but have a soft spot for Brittany. I do. I do. I. I don't know. I. I think they should sell their house, move back to where. Um, where is she from? Kansas? Kentucky. No, sorry. Oh, yeah. Kentucky. Really sorry. loved her. Move to Kentucky. Get out of there. Let's see I what know. happens. Get out of there. It would be fun watching him on the farm. You know, it would be. I was when he visited there. I like that. Yeah. Now, Shady is saying in the chat, Jack's look so bugged and thin this year. So you could be, you know, we've had people doing admitted uh, to Adderall in the past. Um, I don't know if these things are prescribed to these people, but this is L.A. And the way – I don't want to start rumors either, but I will. Uh, when I was watching them on Watch What Happens Live recently, the way with the mouth and stuff, I wouldn't be surprised there's a little cocaine. A little cocaine going down, going down in the DMs, I'm sure. Yeah. Well, This is L.A. Speaking, I live here. It's all over. <laughs> speaking, speaking of coke. Yes, Nana. Dad was mentioning something, or Polly, like I call him. Dad was mentioning something the other day. We were over at the kids' house. And we're watching the grandkids, and he said, you know, he was on TV, and I'm not going to say who it was. He's on TV, and he's sniffing, and he's doing that. He says, I wouldn't be surprised if he was on COKE. And Lucy's standing there going, Coke? <laughs> and he goes, oh, oh no. boy. Lucy, I guess Lucy can spell. Lucy can spell. She's in kindergarten. Coke. We thought we were still safe. But luckily, Dad used to work for Pepsi, so he could easily say, yes, Coca-Cola Classic. It's very bad for you. Not a good, right, the right. They changed the formula and had to come back. Um, <laughs> so, yeah, I just, I, I was so surprised at that, how smart these kids are now. I sniff a lot, I've noticed, and I don't do Coke. I feel like maybe I should, no, I won't do Coke. But I sometimes I feel like, geez, like, what is up with me? But it's always when I'm talking a lot and I've always had sinus issues. Um, oh, yeah. Coke. I don't know. Let's start a rumor. Jolene's on Coke. <laughs> well, you know what? I know before I die, I would I be skinny. Saying this. I would. Now I know everyone, but I heard that everyone that does coke, you're not necessarily skinny. I would probably work the opposite with I me. Know. I would you know, that would be my coke. Yes, that would be my thing. But I'm 65 now. I'm giving myself like within 10 years. I just want to try an edible once. Do you think oh, that do, yeah. we've been through this before, okay. haven't we? Well, all right. So here's the thing with that, Nana. I get it. I understand. You've never had an edible. You never had a pot brownie in the 70s, Nana? Yes. So that's technically an edible. So you've had an edible. It's whatever has weed in it that you can eat. But you want to have these new age edibles. Now, I like gummies. <laughs> that would be yeah, now, gummy bears are your friend against our sobriety, which yes, it does, have, and that's that's what bothers me. I'm not able to do it to more stuff. That's why I've always told you I would stay away. There are people though. You know what? I don't like to define other people's sobriety. So there are people that say I'm sober from alcohol, but I do weed, or I'm sober. So whatever floats your boat. But me knowing you, 
and knowing me and knowing how we are, if we open that door, we're going to go, well, I'm just going to get a pint or vodka. I'm just going to get a, what's those jugs? The cheap stuff. Because I'm not serious. I'm not going to keep doing it. I'm just going to drink all this. Uh, I guess I need a yeah, you know, and then we'll be buying a carton of smokes and then it's over. You're right. At the casino and we ruined our lives. But, you know, if you want to try an edible, go ahead. (laughs) I just wanted to throw it out there just for a nanosecond. There are people and, you know. I I know I can't. Yeah, I know. But if I talk about it. Then it's past my mind. Yeah, I don't think weed is like a bad, terrible drug at all. I think it should be legal. What's the big whoop? But there are people like us where we do everything to the oomph. Like we have to just go all in. I'll lose my house with weed. I'd be the first person to go, well, no, weed's just a chill drug. They'd be like, not for Jolene. She's on the street. She lost her house because I will go that far into weed. But that's our personalities. That's the yeah. There is no you know. There's no moderation. I never did understand that word. I don't yeah. think it should be used in the English language. Yeah. Moderation has never been my friend. So it it's all either depends. all or nothing. Yeah, it I get it because like Exodus is saying in the chat, um, I am sober and use cannabis instead of prescription antidepressants. Exactly. If that works for you, that's you. Don't let anybody define your sobriety or say you have to be this way or that way because that's that's when we right. Get all in our heads. If it works for you. God bless but you. We know, but we know but ourselves. We know, that ain't we know each other, oh, and that's not going to work. I so live, I just wanted to say it yes, out loud. I live down the street from these weed places. I've been in there with people, and I was like, I love gummy bears. And a gummy bear that can make me happy, I would love that. But I have to just say, no, Jolene, you always I know good things. <laughs> that's how I feel about myself. You would never just leave it there. Yeah. Just try it once. You would just keep going. You'd keep running with it. You'd be on a little marathon. Yep. Table table for one. Yeah, it wouldn't be good. Table for no. one. No. Okay. So this episode, a lot happened. We have um, Stassi's grandma passed away, which was sad. Her grandma was so cute. R.I.P. Stassi's grandma. She's going to write the eulogy. Um, Nana knows all about that because Nana is our family. Um, I was going to say you. Not urologist. Eulogist? Eulogist. I'm a family urologist. <laughs> How many Here, eulogies pee, have you done, Nana? Pee, pee in this cup. Yeah. Um, no. Um, You've done a lot. Five or, five or six. Six? Yeah. Six. Nana. Everyone goes to Nana. Nana um, I, we, me and Nana are going to start a business because I am, uh, I'm someone who I marry people. I'm ordained, which anyone can be. You can get it online. Um, but I've married quite a few people. Nana does eulogy. So Nana said we should start out the business. You marry them, I bury them. And that's our business. I think it would just work. I really do. I really do. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> it is. There is a time in a person's life where they need, you know, nice things to be said about them. Hopefully we don't wait until, you know, you're not even here and it's your own eulogy. Yes. But there's a lot to be said for laughter and everything, even death. Yes. So. Yes, yes, yes. Okay. So um, she's heading there and then... What did you think about the new kids? The new kids. So we have Dana, who freaking, she was partying with them when Katie and, or no, was it Stassi and Katie maybe called? And we're like, get those whores out of there. And now Dana's a new uh, server or whatever, manager, whatever the hell she is. And then she's also at Katie's house. What did What do you think overall of these new kids? I'm going to give them a couple more episodes. They, they didn't really say enough about them or yeah. show their show their stuff yet. It does seem like um, they're bringing up old 
things we've already seen, like the love triangle thing and all oh, I and this Max. It's just he's supposed to be a manager. And he's having sex with the employees? That seems like that could be some HR problems, some sexual harassment. Right? Well, I don't... He has sex yes, with Dana. Most you know who I'm talking most, about? Yes, most definitely. Mm-hmm. Do I think that they have trouble with HR? But who would be HR there? Would it be Lisa? Well, this, I don't think they... I think the state of California with sexual harassment claims, if she'd come out and say something, oh. could that could be a lawsuit for Lisa. But I don't know. I don't seem it's uh, the incestuous ways of past. I feel like the storyline should have maybe evolved to where they were both. Maybe it wasn't a boss hooking up with the employee, but what? Yeah. And then we got Sheena, the only two hangers on to sir. Everyone else doesn't work there anymore. Sheena and Jax. What? I know. Really? Do you really think Jax works there? No. Or does he just go there to, you know, for the filming? Well, yeah. I know you've been there. He doesn't work there. And well, I just figured he had the day off, you I know, think, when we were there. <laughs> I think they had to keep Jax because he fought so hard to get rehired. And that was the whole storyline. And as far as Sheena goes, they need her to transition these new kids in because she is going to be. It's so sad. Yeah. Sheena was once the home wrecker. Now, if in my opinion, you can't really be a home wrecker it takes two to tango so she was a part of the home wrecking duel the guy brandy's ex yes and her yes. wrecked the home um and then she was this young hot gal and now she's like the older lady who's chasing after these young kids and the one guy who looks like chelsea said he looked like a mix of i think jacks and the tom smashed together uh i was cracking up. that's good she, that's good um he says she's a bad kisser i mean are you surprised sheena's a bad kisser Oh, I, honey, she just, she is out there. Mm-hmm. She is out there. You do not. Do I think she's a bad kisser? I don't know. I've never kissed her. Don't kiss her, Dana, because it's bad. <laughs> well, I think it would be bad. My girlfriend, Linda, would feel sad. Yeah, you can um, kiss Linda. Okay. Also, we have to talk about, a lot of people are saying in the chat, what happened to Peter? What ha- Pirate Peter, he... It looked like, do you remember when, well, I don't know, when Dave Chappelle disappeared for a minute and all of a sudden he came back just super ripped and Dr. Dre and, uh, but Peter looks not as ripped, but he looks bigger, hulkier, much bigger, much bigger up in here and too much eyeliner. And then he's, he flat irons his hair. I know. I thought the same thing. I thought, what happened to him? What happened to old sweaty pits, Peter? He used to just come in with those tight shirts to where you, you know, so tight on your pits that you sweat. So I always knew Peter for his sweaty pits. And then he's at the party at Katie and Schwartz's house, their house comfy party. Yes. Warming. Yes. Talking to Dana and Dana's like, we never hooked up. Even though we saw them both go in the bathroom. She's like, I just peed in front of you. What is happening to the show? So it's better to pee in front of this dude than kiss him? I think I'd rather just give you a quick little smoochie than be like, I gotta take a leak. <laughs> I know. I know. Well, they are getting older, so they're not able to hold it as well. But Dana I get that. Isn't. Dana's still Well, that's true. Dana's one. still up. Yeah. yeah. I don't know, honey. He, I used to like him because he kind of kind of corralled them all up and yeah. kind of told them you know, what they're doing wrong. Mm-hmm. I liked him as working at, at sir, 
But now, who is he? Who is who is he? Lipstick on your teeth, Nana. And your little uh, microphone is hitting your scarf. You might have to take your scarf off. <laughs> now it's really making noise. <laughs> oh, I'm really sorry. All right, I'm just, I'm just. That's okay. You're beautiful. Here. Okay. You're beautiful. There Much we go. Better. Oh, you look. Oh my gosh, and you look so trim and slim, Nana, with oh. the Diane Keaton black. Um, Always little, black. Um, what is it? Turtleneck, just like Morris. I think called you Diane Keaton last. Yeah. I love Morris. Maybe like um, Morris says in the chat, Peter's got a pee fetish. I don't know. But Dana was like, I did not make out with you. Peter's like, yeah, you did. So this Dana's coming in already. Just uh, it's So who's lot. telling the truth? Exactly. Who do you think's telling the truth? You know, we don't know. Yeah. Who knows? But Dana's we don't know. I... coming on real strong. She's in love with Max. Sheena and Max hooked up. And now Max is going to Palm Springs. Poor Sheena's just getting used for clout and to move their storyline ahead. And she doesn't even care. She doesn't know the difference, honey. She's not the brightest bulb. No, she's not the brightest bulb. Remember when she was a pop star? Yes, for that one nanosecond. Yes, I just I want better for Sheena too, but it's not gonna, it's not gonna happen. Do you? Do you want better for her? Sure, why not? Hmm. I mean, I you know. I don't wish any ill will. I don't hate Sheena. I think, but this storyline she's fallen into, and I think the producers and stuff know it, is that she's this um, stage five clinger. And she's just this stalker, this, you know what I mean? Like, and with all these guys who aren't into her, like, he's just not that into you, is the book she I always, yes, I always felt so bad about her husband. Oh, yeah, Shay. Oh, yeah. I put out a song and a video about her, and it was actually pretty good. Was it good? Years ago. Yeah, I liked it. I liked it. But, you know, he had his own problems. These kids, I don't know. This episode just seemed like it was all over the place. Then we have the Kristen stuff, and then Kristen's crying. Kristen could do with a, a sober October. Do you know what I mean? She could do with 12 sober Octobers in a row. She needs, you got to clean it up. Because it's getting sad because they're getting older. It is. And it's it not twenty something. It's cute. It's like I'm dumb and I'm wearing this handkerchief that Lisa says a dress for our uniform. Now it's like I'm with this guy who doesn't love me, and uh, you know. And I let's drink. It's always let's drink. Has that solved your problems yet? I don't think it's solving your problems. I mean, no. I get it's your basic sloppy drunks. I get That's- that. People want what she reminds me of her, her to you know kind of drink and stuff because yeah. of entertainment for sure and a lot of people have called out Lala for being boring I don't think Lala's boring because she's sober I think Lala's boring because she's trying to play this happy homemaker and fit in with the cool kids and she's not the Lala we once knew of standing up for herself and things yeah and, and again when she called out Carter I was just like hell to the no hell to the no hell to the no. Oh, uh, so yeah. Uh, let's see in the chat. Shady says Kristen needs to quit paying for love. Yeah. I mean, a lot of these people, yes. do, but I did find it to be a huge double standard that, you know, everyone is like, well, I, I guess Lala can be with a dude to take care of him. But Kristen, now if Kristen chose to be the sugar mama, whatever, you know, but she's telling her friends one thing, telling Carter another thing. Carter's like, you're not hearing the whole story. So we're villainizing Carter, but I still think there's more to Carter. I think he's he's deserving of a little. There's just something about a villainize where I think there's a little bit of uh, some kind of emotional abuse or something. I'm picking up vibes. I'm just picking up manipulative, Ooh. weird vibes like I talked about earlier. I don't like it. I hope that's not true. Yeah, I hope it's not true either, but... 
I don't know. It was a mess. And you just felt bad. You're like, yeah, you got a house, but you guys should have maybe saved the money on the house, kept renting and got some therapy. I mean, they can't, they're making partying. When you're making partying and alcohol look boring, you're ruining it. That's right. What happened? You're ruining what it. What happened? They got a super soaker full of vodka. They're putting it in each other's mouth. Jax is like, this is my wedding. I'm going to have kids. I need you there for me. How many damn things do you need to do for this wedding? Oh, my God. Doesn't it just get old? It's it like, old. oh, my God. It gets so old. Stop it. Yeah, if I and then Schwartz, of course, Schwartz can't be the only best man. Schwartz is so codependent on Tom Sandoval. He's he's like, I can't do this. I can't. Didn't oh. didn't he look like a little lost puppy when he was saying that? This is too much. Does. With his nightgown. So pathetic. So pathetic. Didn't like it. Didn't like that. Yeah. So I I wasn't very. Um, impressed with this first episode so max the new manager guy he bangs his employees all right i've seen that before yeah dana's yep. coming in trying to be the new stassi and the other guy that looks like mashed up uh tom tom and jacks together i don't even know what his story is he's not even good looking i don't get it i don't get it i know what what does he bring to the table we don't know yet he's just hating and spreading gossip that sheena's a bad kisser well then don't kiss her bro I know. Then leave her alone. <laughs> and Katie just uh, happened to fall upon hearing their conversation while she's at her fridge. Did you see that? Yeah. I know. You she's know. so like a mom, like, go, I'm going to get some Sunny D for the kids. And then she's like, ooh. And then she goes and tells Sheena. Sheena comes with her high ponytail. Sheena just needs to, we need to just, we got, you have to put out the kind of energy and the look that you want to get back. Of course, you're getting these no good fuck boys because that's the way you're dressing. You know, that's what yeah. energy you're putting out. That's who you're chasing. When she you- should be getting a dude, not like a Rob, but someone no. who's established. She should be going for someone like that. I think she has a new boyfriend, though. So that's but, good. Oh, God. That's their answer to everything. Jump to the next one. I know. But don't you think Shay's sitting back looking at Sheena going, na, 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 na. Sorry. See, if, Shay, if Shay's sober, if he's got all that stuff. I mean, this show has become depressing. It better be. Uh, it's depressing. I know. Lisa, why did you leave Beverly Hills? Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. Um, or, um, yeah, she left Beverly Hills. You okay, Nana? Yes, I just started thinking about that. Why did she leave Beverly Hills? Well, they bullied her out. They blamed the Radar Online thing on her, and they all wanted her gone, and they all turned on her. Even I Have No Money Dorit turned on her. So I know. I love Dorit. Even oh. if she did sell the story, she's keeping it interesting. Who cares? Move on. I know. True you know story. I getting with Lisa. I just wanted more of, you know, and find the new young kids, blah, blah, blah. Lisa and Ken, show me their house. Show me what they're up to. Mm-hmm. I know. I want a little bit more of Lisa and Ken. A little bit, and it's and Lala showed up there, and she's going to start volunteering because now you know she hasn't got to work. She just wants to volunteer, and she's like, "I'll clean up dog shit." Sure you will, Lala. Sure you will. <laughs> I don't think so. Not with those nails. She's not, not going to be doing no, that. No, it's again like I still don't understand how people even wipe their butt with those nails, but apparently they do. Now, um. I think Shady made, uh, yes, Shady Booty said, if it wasn't for Tom and Ariana, I would be out. I love Ariana. I even like Sandoval more after this episode. I think, you know, Sandoval has his issues, but I love Ariana. And I'm ready for Ariana to just start calling Jackson Brittany. I want to be great. Tom Sandoval 
and um, Ariana against yeah. Jackson, Brittany. Oh, they would destroy them if they were they willing to too. go for the jugular. They would too. Mm-hmm. So Stassi and Bo, are you loving this relationship, Nana? And are you still loving Bo? I, he seems, well, he seems kind of docile in this first episode. He does. Yeah. And he's just kind of not listening. Well, maybe he's listening, but maybe not hearing what Stassi's got to say because she goes off. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I just like. You just like Stassi. I love Stassi. Well, I love I Stassi. Think what's going to happen is we're going to format some new kids in. I thought they were going to do like an older version, but now I'm just thinking a new, an older version, but new show for the older OGs. But now I'm thinking maybe they're just going to transition Stassi off into her own show because she has her own web series on Bravo. So I think they're kind of feeling it out to see if it gets views. And maybe Stassi will just get her own show and become the next Lisa Vanderpump and start her empire. Because Katie can't hold a show. I mean, Katie's a rager. After this Katie episode, could, I'm like, Katie, calm down. Yeah, Katie could never do it. Stassi, she's, she's got some chutzpah. She's got some balls. She could do it. Yeah, she's got the big olves. The big ovaries, you guys. She does. She does. Yeah. So she this, could totally do it. This episode, much like our recap of it, has been all over the place. Because it was just... It was. We didn't see James Kennedy. Raquel works there now. I missed James. I'll be honest with you. I did. I missed a little bit of James drama. Where is he? Raquel's saying he's a puppy dog at home going, don't go to work. I miss it there. I don't think so. I don't see James doing that. I think he's probably jealous. I mean, I think Raquel should have left him a long time ago. But she finally got to work at Sir, so that's probably what... Raquel knows too. Raquel's no dummy. We all think she's, but she's the same as Brittany. She knows. She knows. She's she been knew in how this, to maneuver it. Yes, okay. this pageant world. All right. She's trying to get herself established. Now I think she'll even she'll be a little smarter. That well, I don't know if she'll be smarter than Brittany. I think she might be. Yeah, because I think Brittany. Oh, wins. I think so. Raquel maybe will pave her own way. After being James' sidekick for so long, and Brittany's like, Mima's cheese is going to make it. You know, it's like, girl, no. That, what the hell is that? No. It's beer cheese soup? Is that what it is? It's beer cheese. It's cheese made with beer. There's beer cheese in Minnesota, Nana. And you eat it well, with like, crackers and shit. Absolutely. You can go across <laughs> the border, too. I mean, Wisconsin. It's yeah. a dairy state. Hello. Exactly. Um, I don't think that's going to make the house payment but oh well maybe they don't have a house payment it's a well uh they make good money on vanderpump but if i don't know if we don't come back if they just have these new kids we'll see i'll give the new kids a longer chance it's just so convenient that dana just happened to be one of the girls they were partying with and now she's new yeah remember her and her drunken miller light friend her friend on that scene at miller light she was like sitting there like when do we do it? And everyone's like, we can't. We're, we want to, but we, you know, our ladies are FaceTiming us. <laughs> they, it was, it was, you know, and you hate to have the first episode be a hot mess. Mm-hmm. I thought it was a hot mess. Come on, bring it up. Bring yeah. it up. Bring your I, standards up. If the whole storyline is going to be everyone They're going to lose. Kristen, all the girls too. They're going to lose me. Yeah. Quick. I know. I was kind of, I was disappointed. I was definitely disappointed. I was totally disappointed. Yeah. And just like Shonda says in the chat, James deserves another chance. Jack's got like 50. Jax is, I've said this a million times on this podcast, but Jax is a million times worse than James. James, there's still a little bit of hope that he can be better. He's still got his issues, 
But Jax is – he's at an age now where he's just – he's a sociopath. Like, he just – he's not getting any better. This is him. I think James is hurt. He's got a lot. I'm not making excuses for him. I still don't think he treats Raquel right or women in general. Um, yeah. But Jax, Jax has no remorse. And I no, none at all. If he actually did get therapy and stuff. This show is just sad. We're talking about therapy. <laughs> I, was, I wanted it to be fun, but it's not fun. I wanted it to be like the old days, just like everything, you know, um, it, they were a lot more fun it's way sad back when. now because they're all almost 40. So it's sad. I need, and if, if we're going to see their new lives, let's just give them a new show with them and their houses and families and see if we like that. Them actually talking about what they're doing. I don't believe, we know Sheen is not working there. We know Jax is and all of them left. What's the point of even having them anymore? Oh, yeah. I just, oh. Give them their own show or something and let's Let get a new class. But I don't, this new class, these, well, Max and the other one look too much alike. I can't tell them apart. So I don't know. I mean, I can because Max I, is more attractive, but. Yeah, yeah. And now apparently Dana and Max are going to date, but Max is still going to go to Palm Springs with Sheena. And Sheena's over there with her high pony, just making it tighter and tighter. Like, I'm still young. And it's like, Sheena, you are Sheena. still young, but you also aren't 21. Right. There is that very young. There's that dividing line. You crossed it, baby. It's okay. Yes. It just was, it made me sad. You know? It, yeah. It just didn't, this episode didn't do much for me. I wanted it to. I was looking forward to it. I know. I know. I'll give it, I'll give it more chances, it looked like. But I just think I wasn't looking forward to this season as is because it's going to be all about Jackson Brittany's wedding, which I think is just a scam. And I don't care. I'd rather watch Bo and Stassi's wedding. I'd rather watch Carter and Kristen's wedding. Like, I do not give two shits. And the fact that Jack's coming in on his high horse going, still with Carter, Brittany's still with you. That's right. None of you have healthy relationships. What are you talking about? <laughs> I totally agree. It's like, what? Right. So I think we we beat this episode <clears throat> to death. What would you give? I'll start this episode. Okay. Let us know in the chat. Out of seven housewives, seven being a perfect episode, one being the worst, I'm going to give it a two. Oh, wow. This is the lowest you really did. ever went. You really did lowball it. But it, I don't like it. I'm going to say two and a quarter. What? All right, chat, you guys got to let us know. Um, Kem says, you're old enough to know better by now. Exactly. Tom yes. I do feel are the only ones that are actually headed on a path. The one They're thing growing. I did like is to see them step into their Tom Tom and to actually see Sandoval acknowledge, like, I'm the boss until Lisa gets here. Um, so I like that. I would have rather see more of that. I just thought it was disappointing to see Max, the old manager, uh, banging someone he works for, even though she's moving to Sir. I don't care. That's just what? That was bad. In the bad. Me Too era, you're really going to have this kind of weird power structure mixed with sex. Like, just don't do it. What you know, it's contrived, anyways. You know, so I know. I don't know. Stop it. Uh, Morris is the only one giving it a good score, an eight, which is outside of it because Morris doesn't watch the show and he is just trolling us. Um, but Sean, I was gonna two, say, Denise says three, Anne says three, Michelle says three, Shady says three, Kem says, I'll be nice with the four. Um, Anne says wow. evolution. Shady Booty says, I hope they adopt someday, like Tom and Ariana. Um, oh, evolving as evolution? Humans. Well, she meant like evolving as humans. Um, oh, I see. Evolution, revolution, gun control, the sound of soul, shooting rockets to the moon, 
kids growing up too soon, like ball of confusion. Get it, 1969. Temptations. And getting better with age. Shonda said, yes, everybody shout out your age in the chat. Uh, Speaking of Nana and her um, singing and dancing, we had, I'm going to be putting out some videos probably on, make sure you follow me on my Instagram at Jolene Lunzer and at Mary DeBravo. And also, if you're not already subbed to this channel, sub, like this video right now, you guys. It definitely helps us. And Nana and Papa called Chell and I, what was it, two days ago? It was Friday night. And they like no, to their it concerts. Was, it was Friday night. What day, what day is today? Today's Sunday, retired Nana. Okay, that's right. It was Friday night. Yes. And they like to have their concerts where they play their music. And my dad still has one of those big stereos. And I gave them a wireless speaker. I gave it to you, Nana, for Christmas. We, we bought you one probably three years ago. They don't know how to use it. Four. Okay. Four years ago. We try to, you know, but then my dad, my mom was trying, but she could, she would, she'd only listen to one song when I'd come into town. She goes, I just, can you turn it on for me? And she'd play, Hey there, lonely girl. And it was, who sings that, Nana? Now I'm going to forget. Isn't that sad? Okay. Well, we would find it on YouTube. And then Nana would It's the it, best. It, it's the best song. praised Jesus. He was like, thank you, Jesus. Nana goes, I love that part. Like she just, oh. She, so me and Chill always go, I love that part. So Nana calls because Papa found the wireless speaker four years later. And <laughs> happy birthday to uh, Kem's turning 60 in May. We got people shouting out their age. I love oh, it. Oh, um, that is great. Okay. And Michelle is going to be 55. June 3rd. Shout out to my beautiful mods. And double nickels. Double nickels. And so Papa finally found the wireless speaker and they called us, you guys, and we were on the phone trying to help them. My dad sync his phone to the wireless speaker. And when it happened, I mean, my dad goes, Chell, you changed my life. And he was so excited. He, he was excited the whole rest of the night because I said, I wonder, because he said, I like this. I can get music on this phone. But I wonder if I couldn't get it louder. Yeah, because he's always got his phone up to his ear and he plays his YouTube videos. And now he can go on YouTube, play all the music. So these oh. two are playing the Almond Brothers and singing for me and Chell and dancing. And so we started screen recording our FaceTime that we had with them um, when we we're helping them. And then I should have known. I should have known by now. Yes. That, and then, that we were being recorded. And what you is guys wrong were with like, me? And we heard the counting crows because when I was 14, we went on a road trip to Glacier National Park and I had just got the counting crows August and everything after album. I think it was like 93 or 94. And I played it over and over. Yeah. My parents said, We heard the counting crows. Well, they didn't hear the, so they wanted to play with the song. What they heard was REM, Losing My Religion. They thought that was, and it's the counting crows. And they thought REM. And then my mom, who often gets real life. Nana, who often gets real-life events confused with what happened on 90210 in the 90s, said, oh, yeah, that was Dylan and, or Brenda, what did you say, Kelly and Dylan's song. I thought it was more Kelly and Dylan's song, but maybe it was Brenda you and Dylan. You thought it was me that played it, but it was really Kelly and Dylan. You, saw, you thought it happened in real life that I listened to Losing My Religion, which was a little before my time as a teenager. Was it? Was it was really Kelly and Dylan. Yeah. So then they find it. They call They call us back on Facebook to play the song. And I go, this doesn't sound like Michael Stipe. This doesn't sound like R.E.M. And my dad goes, it is. It's R.E.M. I put it in the YouTubes. And no, you guys, it was a guy doing a 
music tutorial on his own guitar playing Losing My Religion. My parents thought it was REM. They're rocking out. <laughs> it was an experience. So you will, unfortunately, we can't get sound screen grabs when we record FaceTime, but we do have my mom and dad. They were like, they were grinding on each other. They were dancing. We were just dancing in the kitchen. There was like, baby, when we're grinding. I get so excited. That was Nana and Papa. They were just like, and they couldn't move the speaker because they had to plug it in. So my dad holds the speaker up to the camera on the phone and goes, which hole is it? And we were dying laughing because he didn't know what charging hole it was. I didn't know, I didn't realize that we had to charge it because I hadn't charged it in a couple of years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys have. And, okay. So it was just uh, sorry. a hot mess <laughs> sorry. conversation with Nana and Papa who were freaking out over this wireless speaker and the fact that they could pull up something on their phone and play it on the wireless speaker and then it grind was, on each other and then play. It was a new day. Cout and Crows, which was really REM, but wasn't REM, was a guy playing his guitar, teaching you how to play an REM song, but they're like, this is Michael Stipe positive and then my dad couldn't find the charger where's the hole and he held it up and me and chell died laughing and then you guys had you guys called me back two hours later and they were still in the kitchen it was fun it was a fun night but you can it was just unplug the wireless speaker once it's um i was afraid to and move it off <laughs> um, it was working. Shonda says, Nana, it was Dylan and Brenda uh when they broke up Thank the you. first time. So yeah. Thank you. Oh, they were they were it dancing. was just so I'll add I'll put some kind of video together. I'll have to add my own little audio because it won't let me. But um yeah, it was hilarious. So you guys so now she's calling them Polly. So this wireless speaker has reunited them as a couple and possibly their genitals. We don't know. We don't want to go there too far because they're my parents. But um you we are parents. Extra smiley and rosy today, Nana, you perv. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, she cried. So that was fun, though, right, Nana, after I just told that long-ass story? It was just a fun time. I mean, we just, I love when we listen to our music from past. It's fabulous. Yeah. and It brings us back to good times when we were young. that you guys were saying all the lyrics, and you both were, like, screaming it into the phone, but, like, mouthing the lyrics to the Allman Brothers. Nothing better. Nothing better. So that's our episode of the Married to Bravo podcast. Nana, any big plans today? We didn't even do a Minnesota. Did we do a Minnesota update with you? I didn't. I didn't even check the weather today. I'm sorry. I just, it's brutal cold here-ish. Brutal. Okay. It's brutal cold. And any big plans? You go into Coles. You go into, some people were asking, how's your Spanish coming? Because we put out that Spanish video where we told Nana that if she, she's going to Dominican next Saturday. And if she wants to, um, she asked how to say, was it goodbye? Yeah. Um, and we told her it was uh, chinga tu madre, which is F your mom. And Nana was saying it. So check out the YouTube video if you haven't already. <laughs> you know, oh my God. I knew, I knew it didn't sound right. I'm going to Kohl's, I'm going to the bank, and Cub Pharmacy. It's a big day. Oh, uh, LF says, check out Oprah's Instagram post today on Minnesota cold weather. It's hilarious. She's on a, vis- uh, she's on a vision tour or on Vision Your? She's here, yeah. She and is? Tina Fey was here, too. Oprah Tina Fey was here. What are they yeah. doing? It's called, uh, tell me again, it's called Vision 2020. Nana, why aren't you out there? Go stalk them for us. Honey, I went to the casino on Thursday. 
Oh, so you got to sit on your hands. I am sitting on my hands. Anybody got any gas money? No, I'm just kidding. Are they there? Yeah, you can do a super chat for Nana's gas money. Um, so are they doing like a speaking engagement or something? I believe so because my friend Barb and her daughters. Barb? Barb. They went to it. They go to everything. Oh, they Barb. go to so many concerts. I love Barb. She does tons of fun stuff. Yeah. I do too. I do too. Yeah. Yes. Known her forever. Oh my gosh, Nana. You got to get out and do You got to get You got Oprah. It's Oprah, Nana. I, I know that. Okay. All right. Nickel machines are Oprah. Sorry. She's like nickel machines. <laughs> Sorry, Oprah. Oh, all right. So that is uh, what's going on. Uh, me and Chell are going to go celebrate our anniversary. Ooh. No, I don't even know what we're going to do. We'll see. All right. Chell says we're cleaning. He keeps saying we're cleaning. I don't know what we're cleaning, but are you Love been, like, organizing something, Chell? Oh, cleaning the house. All right. Well, Love you, Nana. Love you, everybody. Thank you so much. Don't forget to give this video a thumbs up. Don't forget to rate and review us on iTunes. And hopefully I cleared up any confusion about the new format of Married to Bravo. But I do think me and Nana have to do a new intro video for when I put it out on iTunes that says this is Oh, right. okay. We're doing it this way. Blah, blah. All right, Nana. Love you guys.